Once again, I'm speaking with Nielsville District Administrator John Geyer as we go over some items from Nielsville's school board meeting this past Monday. And uh, the first thing I want to touch on is uh, the school board did approve the finalization of the tax levy for the current school year, something the board does every year. But uh, could you just talk about that a little bit? Sure. Some updates uh, regarding that. And uh, again, thanks for having me, Riley. Just some comparisons between what's going to happen between this year's budget and last year's budget and, and the tax impact of that. Our, our enrollment average, we take a three-year average three-year average of enrollment, and our enrollment dropped by about 26 kids. We went from 886 to 860 in our membership count. That gives us that gives us an exemption of uh, a one-year exemption of declining enrollment for about two hundred ninety-four thousand uh, dollars, but that money then is gone the next year. Our state aid increased significantly. Our state aid went up about fifteen point one four percent. So what that does is drop the amount of money that we can that we need to ta- to tax for. So last year we taxed for about $4,175,000. This year's total tax uh, dollar amount is going to be $3,253,582, which is a 22% decrease from the previous year. That creates a tax rate that went from $7.46 per thousand last year to $5.07 per thousand for the 22-23 school year. So uh, our tax rate rate went down significantly. One of the impacts of that was the increase in property values in the school district of Nielsville. And property values in the school district of Nielsville actually increased over 14%, almost 14.8%. So overall, we are going to see both a monetary tax decrease and a levy rate decrease of uh, the levy rate decrease is going to be over 32%. All right. Excellent. Uh, And then another thing I wanted to touch on, you know, we've been discussing this from month to month as well, but if uh, you could give an update on facility upgrades and contracts. Yeah, one of the things that we did approve was purchasing electrical equipment that we need to do our electrical upgrade. And we did pass a um, bid from Werner Electrical Supply for about $66,000. And even though that we are not going to be putting that uh, equipment to use right away, because of the delay in uh, supply chain, we wanted to order that as quick as we can so we are able to have that in place so that in next spring and summer when we begin those projects, we will have the equipment that we need uh, available to us. The other thing that I think is important for everybody to know is the board also approved putting out a survey for a referendum. And the survey is going to have three options for people to consider. The first is going to be an, an option for infrastructure updates. Uh, as you know, buildings in Nielsville have been built at different times. Our high school was built in 1954. Our elementary school was built in 1968. Our middle school was built in 1974 to connect both of those buildings and put us all under one roof. And then the field house and update to the egg shop, agricultural shop, was done in 1999. So all of those structures are getting older. And uh, the first option that we're looking at uh, is a $10 million infrastructure update. And that would be option one uh, on the survey. 
Option two on the survey is building uh, renovations. Uh, that would create another $2 million of referendum money. So the first referendum question would be for $10 million. The second uh, question would move that amount to about $12 million, just over $12 million. We also have a third option for people to consider. That third option is renewable uh, energy options or sustainability efforts. Uh, one would be to renovate the high school front entrance. The others would be investing in some solar panels. And the third would be uh, upgrading a generator under those sustainability efforts. If that were passed, that would be a $15 million referendum. The predicted tax impacts would be that if the $10 million option one was passed, that the uh, increase for a $100,000 property would be about $99 a year. If the $12.5 million option two, which would include option one and option two, the infrastructure updates and the building renovations, then for $100,000 worth of property, the annual cost for a taxpayer would be about $198. If all three options were approved uh, and voters uh, would approve those efforts, then on a $100,000 property, the annual cost uh, for a taxpayer would be $297. Um, so that survey will be coming out soon. More responses we can get from that uh, survey uh, will help us plan better on what to do for a potential referendum question. And that referendum question would be put on the April ballot. All right, excellent. Uh, the next thing I wanted to touch on are, are, is the uh, AGR goals. And now if I'm remembering correctly, AGR stands for Achievement Gap Reduction. Could you uh, talk a little bit about that? I sure can. Uh, the Achievement Gap Reduction is a real early education intervention program that keeps class sizes low and uh, sets goals for academic achievement in both reading and mathematics. So the grades that are impacted by this are our five-year-old kindergarten, our first grade, second grade, and third grade. So the, we have to uh, have the um, achievement gap reduction plan in place on school board meetings for school board approval twice a year. The first one, which is done in October, uh, which is the one that was just approved, is the one that sets achievement goals for those grades in both reading and mathematics. And what we're really looking for is individual student growth during those times. So that part of the um, AGR, or Achievement Gap Reduction Plan, was approved in, uh, at the last meeting. Now in the spring, what we will do is review, the board will review how well the school district has done in achieving those goals that were set for both reading and mathematics for our students. And then that report will be considered by the board in the spring. All right, excellent. Is there anything else then, anything else from uh, this last meeting or just anything in general uh, that you would like to touch on and you'd like our listeners to know about? Yeah, one of the things that was approved or is approved in October are a number of applications for both technical college and college credits. And we have a number of students, and I think it's important for people to know that we have a number of students, juniors and seniors, taking both either technical college courses or college courses and getting credit for those uh, as college courses 
for both high school and colleges that they may want to attend and transfer those credits to. And those credits are all paid for by the school district. We have uh, hundreds of uh, hundreds of credits each year that kids are taking and getting college credit for, or technical college credit for, which is giving them an advantage when they graduate from high school of already having those college credits achieved, which can shorten the time that it takes them to get to a degree program once they start a college or technical college. So I think that's really a neat program that a lot of our kids take advantage of, and I think it's really important for people to know. Uh, about that uh, our kids are doing some great things up here. The other thing I do want to touch on, though, is, is uh, every month we talk about donations that we receive. Uh, Cummins donated uh, uh, some teacher kits and some student backpacks with supplies for us, and Russell's donated a number of shoes and clothing donations for the school to use for kids that might need those things. But each month there are different businesses in town uh, that, provide support for our school. Uh, we have great business partners, and I just want to give a shout out to them for, for being great business partners and for how much uh, not just the school cares for their kids, but our entire community cares for their kids. 